Welcome to Beards on Gaming. Today we're talking about Ninja Sex Parties Tour D Force. I'm Dave, and I'm joined by Krista, my wonderful wife. How you doing? I'm doing. Yeah, get closer to the microphone. I'm doing. You gotta molest the microphone. I'm, I'm doing. You gotta molest that microphone. You gotta just do the. the okay, the, too much, too much, too much. Ah, uh, yes, we're <laughs> we're talking about Ninja Sex Parties uh, tour that we saw uh, two weeks ago. On um, a week ago, a week on ago, on the eleventh. Yeah, so like a week ago, right? When we were recording this about, a week ago. About two weeks ago. We're going up about two weeks ago. Okay. So Mark's out this week. He's on his yearly trip to the moon. But uh, first of all, if you don't know who Ninja Sex Party is, they're a great band uh, done by Dan Avedon and Brian, I want to say Wreck? Sure. They're from uh, Game Grumps. Danny's from Game Grumps. I guess Brian's Game Grumps too. Because he does... Um... Dan Avedon is... One half of uh, the Game Grumps main show with Aaron Hansen, also known as Eagle Raptor. Dan and Brian take on the monikers Danny Sexbang and Ninja, Ninja Brian. Brian. <laughs> and they usually perform with the band Twerp using their, doing their music for them when they're on tour. Um, this is actually their very first show in their hometown, New Jersey. Well, I say home, home, home city? state. Home state. Oh, home state. Okay, yeah. Because New Jersey is an actual, like... Yeah, I know. I know. Square thousands of miles. So, yeah. This is the first time doing it near their home. This is the closest they ever performed to their home, like, in an official concert as mm-hmm. an Ninja Sex Party. They actually had... Dan... I know Dan had his family there. Yeah. I don't know I would if, imagine that some of Ninja Brian's family... I don't know. If, they didn't say if they were. They definitely said... Well, he doesn't talk. Dan's dad and grandma were there. And his mom. It was his mom there? Yep, because the, he said at other shows, they always, if his parents are there, they always do uh, daddy sex bang or mama sex bang. Well, now they did Hobby. granny sex bang. Dad, if you put this on hand grumps. I got it, I got it. Okay, sorry for the microphone there. Um... So, but first they had a band come out called Planet Booty. They were bootylicious. They they were. I, I had no idea who they were before this show. And they were really good. I really liked them. Yeah, at first I was a little put off. I was like, what is this? Why? They come out carrying a disco ball shaped like a woman's butt. Yeah, it was a mannequin's ass. It was a fine ass. But it was a very fine ass. It was. Although it, I don't know why you make a, mar- a mannequin without a fine ass. I don't know. Sexism? <laughs> um, but yeah, I know they, uh, David keeps yanking my shoulder You're not molesting. socket. You're not molesting the and microphone. I was molesting the microphone. You're not like molesting this. the microphone. People can't hear you. Well, they can hear me now and it's that auditory thing now. <laughs> no, don't remind me of that shit. <laughs> I, I've seen that shit. I looked up. Don't remind Why me of that shit. Why did you do that? That's terrible. Who, I don't, I remember, I don't remember who told me about it, but. It was a YouTuber, and... Oh, it was the Odd Ones Out they told me about it. Man, I'm off subject. Ugh. But it's, it's disgusting. I can't, I can't take it. Oh, it's so creepy. It's so creepy. Stop it! <laughs> Back to Planet Booty. <laughs> Planet Reality. Uh, they started with a song called Das Booty. Yes. Which is all about... Ass. But, yeah. Planet Booty, Das Booty. You get what you, you pay for, I guess, literally. Mm-hmm. Then they moved on to uh, Not Afraid. That was a good song. Which was a great song. Like, every song they played is now on my Spotify. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's the song that they played when I realized, holy shit, this is an actual band. They're not just, you know, they're at the level of, I know, like, I'm going to a uh, show called Ninja Sex Party, I should, I, I don't know what I expected the opener to be. Well, by the way, for the audience members who don't know what NSP Ninja Sex Party is about, they are a comedy band, they are on the same level as Lonely Island. They are a lot of jokes, silly songs that are complete nonsensical, um, so everything going from that point on, don't go if you're a serious person. Just, just don't do it. You're, if, if you don't have a sense of humor, and I mean like a real sense of humor, don't oh, go. yeah. They're, they're hilarious. Um, if you hear puppy moans in the background, or puppy is in the room with us because he cannot not be looked at for five seconds. He's, my existence is not validated. You're in another room. <laughs> That's Duke, if anyone's wondering. Yeah, Duke has made many appearances and many cameos. Uh, not afraid. Not in this show. Um, not a, not afraid is a, was a great song. I really. Yeah, that was it. a. I wouldn't say serious song, but it was a more mature song. Like there was an actual message besides yeah. a punchline. Other than booty. Yeah. Well, yeah. There was there. No, even in that, there wasn't really a, much of a booty. It was just it. it was, there was no punchline to it. It was this is a song and it's about. They were a hype band. Uh, Planet Booty is a hype oh, band. Oh, yeah. They, they came out. They got the audience going. They did their job. It was great. And they're, they're very... I would be nice to see them do a full performance. Yeah. And getting back to... I'll get back to this later, but I wish they were the only opening band. Yeah. Unfortunately. I'll get back to it later. Um, Take Off Your Pants was great. That was a fun song. That I definitely fun. kept with the, the melody and the, the... Well, not the melody, but the, the theme of the night of being... Sex is something really ridiculous and funny, and let's just make fun of it like 12-year-olds. Yeah, don't, don't take sex seriously, you know, just enjoy it with each other. And then naked is, is kind but of... But consensually. A, and that yes, was, a, that was yes. a, throughout the whole night, consent was, you know... But you're consenting if you go to this event. <laughs> your ticket purchase was your consent. Uh, and then they, yeah, finish off with naked, which is basically a more fast, hype version of take off your pants. Um, and then Twerp came on. Now, Twerp's not a bad band. No. I don't want to say it's a bad band. They they definitely put it all in. It's just I'm not into the kind of music that Torp has. Yeah. Or does. And I think they use the synthesizer way too much. Other than actual voices. Well, the concept of the band is they're from Canada. And they're from the past. But they're also from the, the future, future. And they're also from space. Which is a lot to perform. They're the band that performs on tour a lot with Ninja Sex Party. Yeah. Um, I think, aren't they also the band for Starbomb? I or, do not know. I don't know who for Starbomb is the... It's the, basically just Ninja Sex Party with Eagle Raptor Aaron Hansen joining in. Yeah, and they do a lot more um, video game pop culture reference game songs rather than um, Ninja Sex Party who does a lot of... You know, just silly punchline songs. Like, this is a joke. That's all it is. Yeah. But yeah, so back to Twerp. Their stage performance, the way that I described it was between Planet Booty and Ninja Sex Party, Twerp kind of didn't feel as polished in their act. I didn't feel as drawn in. It It felt like... It was still in the process of working through the sketch of it, rather it felt, than it just felt more actually like background music to me. Yeah, it, it didn't have. It was really hard to understand half of what they were saying. Um, granted, it was the concert hall was very. The acoustics in there weren't very good. Everything kind of got when they were talking. Everything got warbly. Like yeah. you couldn't really understand, even if the audience was quiet. 
Like, this next one's for the ladies. That's the only one thing I understood. That and okay, now we're gonna go the next song, uh, song number twenty six, and they'd only done two songs, so it's like they hadn't done twenty six songs, and that was their kind of running joke. The last song they ended on was, of course, sixty nine. And this one's for the ladies. But it was really hard to understand them. Um, because of the audio, and it was really hard to understand them because of the synthesizer. So, original songs, I didn't know what he was saying half the time, because he was singing through the synthesizer. It's not to, it's not to say they're a bad band. They're a no. great band. They're the ones that perform the music for Ninja Sex Party. Uh, orchestratively, it, they are great. Yeah. They are proficient in their skill as musicians. And obviously, they have, they have a, a, following. a following, because everyone was cheering. It, I just, I guess maybe I'm old. <laughs> It just, it wasn't, it wasn't our, it, they weren't bad, but they weren't our taste. They weren't our cup of tea. My, speaking of tea. Uh, do not molest the mic with the tea. No, stop it, stop it. <laughs> uh, and I guess we'll move on to Ninja Sex Party. And if you saw the recent performance on Conan, um, don't worry, they kind of dropped the ball on Conan. Danny seemed really nervous. But I can understand that because it's, it's Conan. It's fucking Conan. Come on. Anyone who goes from... This level of stardom that Danny has, which was just kind of like the internet crowdfunding kind of stardom, to all of a sudden you are getting validated because you are on fucking Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can understand him being a little nervous, but that was all nerves. And if if you've seen any of his videos or him on Game Grumps or anything like that, you and you know him from his performance on the internet, you should be able to very quickly tell... That this was just nerves. Now I can imagine somebody who's never, and most of the people watching Conan O'Brien probably are like, "Who the hell is this kid? And why is he kid? He's in his thirties." But <laughs> he kind of looks like a kid, though, doesn't yeah, he? Not? He looks like he's like in his early twenties, but he doesn't. He's thirty. He's he's thirty-five or thirty-six like, or some shit like, like that. that. But I can imagine like some middle-aged, forty, fifty-year-old person watching this and being like. Who is this guy and why is he so big? Because clearly his, he's just, for the most part, just standing there. But it's really hard because you're in front of Conan and billions of people are watching this show. Uh, that being said, though, as soon as he came on the stage and started in the middle of the NSP theme song, he just 180 blew the roof. Yeah, that was amazing showmanship. Um Musically, uh, vocally, he is. I, I define him as being proficient. He is. I like to sing. I'd like to think I'm a decent singer. Uh, listening to him, I'm just like, wow, you definitely got voice coaching, been, but you are amazing. Like, he he's just been has, doing it for years. You could. You, he he just, has a natural talent for it. He, yeah, he's very talented. I like seeing him. I seen him play on YouTube and shit, but. You don't really realize how amazing he is until you see him like live and in his in his um, groove. I guess yeah. I'd say. Oh my gosh! Like it, to be able to perform the way that he performs and he runs all over the stage, and then be able to sustain musical notes in key sustained for like thirty seconds is amazing because oh, yeah. they're definitely sweating up there and it got hot in the building, so. How they do that, and now, not only that, but for audience members who don't understand this, they're doing tours. So every night of the week, he is performing somewhere doing this. Yeah. And he is not, he didn't, his voice didn't crack. It was just very musically 
impressive. And then his covers are awesome. Oh, yeah. He just does a great job doing covers and his own original stuff. The he, the first cover he did that night was You Spin Me, which isn't my favorite cover by him. But, like, again, doing it live, I just had a new appreciation for, like, him and him doing it. Mm-hmm. Are you done with the tea? I'm done with the Are tea. Are you done the slurping tea's... up on the microphone? The tea is all gone. Duke, chill out. But yeah, yeah he, he did You Spin Me, and I didn't like it on, on his CD, but mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it watching it live. Yeah. Like, it kind of made me, like, give the song a second chance, I guess I could say. Well, sometimes uh, something done live, it can something can be lost in a live performance once you get used to a CD, but there's other things that can be gained from a live performance, and I think a lot of songs performed live are better. Um, he also did, uh, Unicorn Wizard. David, that was a song David was, he has to play this song. If he doesn't play this song, our costumes don't make sense. Uh, we, we both bought unicorns for the stage, for the, uh, the live show. We went to Spirit and bought, here's, uh, uh, I I bought a unicorn hat with, like, these pom-poms hanging off of it. It's like a cute little winter hat. And Krista bought a headband, I think. Yeah, it's a headband with little unicorn ears. and It's it's a dark unicorn, so it's black and gothy. But, yeah, like, it was funny. I would have expected more people. To, people did dress up. Yeah. It's the kind of thing where... Um, most they, people dressed up as Brian or Danny. Most people didn't dress up. Most people wore black. It was, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We get there, and the whole line of people outside of the building... Now, this wasn't even all the the audience members... Everyone was black, just goth little nerds. So uh, many, con- such a concentration of gothy little nerds. I'm surprised how many middle-aged women I saw. There was a lot of middle-aged. Well, they've women. been doing this from since for the past ten years. Has so, it been ten years? Yeah, they've been performing for ten years now. So Jeez. he's ha- he if he's been doing this. So when he was 25. So if those were fan members, and I imagine a lot of the audience was probably people he knew locally. That that might be true too. Like, usually that's what happens at a homecoming show, is that your community comes out, and the people who would have been there... Well, they never performed in New Jersey. They started in California, right? No. No. They... I believe they both started in... I don't know, but I believe they both started in Jersey. I know they grew up in Jersey. They grew up in Jersey, but they didn't... This is the first time ever that they were performing as an ninja sex party in New Jersey. Oh, so you're saying... You're asking if they started in California? Yeah. They, as a band, started in California because the ninja... Ninja Brian went to England. I I do not know if they started in California or not. Well, they didn't start in New Jersey. Yeah, they didn't start in New Jersey. But so this would be just their... A lot. Any of the audience members there who knew them would be people who know them. Yeah. But it's still. It was funny just getting there, and I was in my white, uh, homemade unicorn T-shirt, and I wanted to wear something black, and I was like, "No, I'm gonna wear this one." And I was the only person wearing a bright colored shirt because everyone else is in dark, dark black, <laughs> or they're dressed up as all the character. All the people on stage, um, yeah. they dress up, so the audience often does also dress up and has their different personas. But moving on to the next, back to the set list. Yeah, they uh, did No Pants Dance, which is a twerp song, but is sung by Danny. Um, if you if you haven't heard of twerp before and you like Ninja Sex Party, look it up. It's actually a really good song. I can't stand the music video because I don't like watching a, um, a gilf constantly get more and more aroused over yeah, time. A little creepy. Hey, hey, I'm not, I'm not going to judge. 
But it's just it's just not my no thing. No shame, but no kink, kink shame. shame. <laughs> no, I don't kink shame. I do. Uh, Hard. No, but no pants dance is fun. It's a, it was a fun little song. Uh, throughout the whole night, though, they had um, a space dinosaur attacking them. They had like cartoons and um, stop motion or a puppet or whatever that thing was. No, it was a, it was a bodysuit. No, but like at one point, it looked like it was somebody. Talking in like a oh yeah, puppet. I don't know what that was, but yeah, they had like videos playing behind them the whole time, which was funny because every time they had a video play, the drummer had to bend down. <laughs> but um, yeah, they had a dinosaur attacking them all night, so which led to dinosaur laser fight, which... their acoustic version because I guess they probably can't do their normal one because they had a, a entire cast when they did that. But it wasn't bad. I, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as the original Dinosaur Laser Fight. It was a weird song to do as an acoustic because it's a, a pumped up kind of song. Yeah. The melody changes and it's kind of just like, why? It seems like a song you could do in a live performance like they did, but I don't really know if it'd be good as a CD performance. No. Not as an acoustic. But again, that goes back to some songs are better live, some songs are better not live. Yeah. And it's all how you do it. But it was good. It wasn't bad. It was performed well. Um, and they had um, the, the dino attacking them throughout the entire thing. They had cartoons and everything of Danny trying to run away. It seemed like it was used to give them a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give them a break throughout the night because Twerp definitely deserved a break after a while. Oh, yeah, because they did how many songs? We didn't even list all the songs on for their set list just because we're not... That interested. In twerp, I, know, I think one. I think one is called Synthesizer. But yeah, I just don't know Twerp or their songs. Um, Danny did Danny, don't you know? Which has become their like big flagship song. I, think. I really like that song, but um, that's got the kid from Stranger Things. Um, well, not not that night, but no, not that night. The, but in the music video. But I think that's part of what got it to be so good because Finn is a huge fan of Game Grumps and of Ninja Sex Party. And oh, he's yeah. done a couple of um, Let's Plays with Game Grumps. He's, he's, def- he's definitely, they definitely helped each other. So I think that that was part of, and that Danny Don't You Know was what they played on Conan. Um, but I think that that song with Finn and just, there's, the message of the song is basically Danny is singing to his 12-year-old self. Letting him know that, hey, it sucks right now, but if you just keep going and you keep true to yourself and your dreams and your identity, stop telling me what to do. No, I'm talking to the dog. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Um, but if, <laughs> if you just stay true to yourself, you can become literally a rock star. And it was, he gave a little speech about how they went to, well, how Danny went to school just like, I guess, down the street or something? Yeah, so did Brian. Oh, did he? Yeah, okay. they they went to they they grew up around the same area. Yeah, so it it how much it meant to them and how how it basically it was a very emotional moment for them and it was kind of like it was this whole this whole show this one in particular was a homecoming for them. Mm-hmm. But like that's the idea I think with a lot of if Danny had as a person outside of Ninja Sex Party if he had like a epitaph or a, a slogan or something it's basically. Um, be true to yourself and love and, you know, just keep fighting for what you believe in. And that's what that song is. And that it resonates, like I said, the audience is basically little goth nerds. They're the people who feel forgotten by all the other groups and they just kind of are all just alone and sad. And that song, I think the reason it's such a popular song is that so many people can identify with being 
in high school and feeling like the outcast and nobody gets them or nobody likes them. And that's what gets that popularity. But that was the song he was supposed to end the show on. Yeah, we'll get back to that later because I actually realized we skipped a few songs before that. Um, But getting back to the the meat of the band, of the performance. Well, well, we're going to Heartboner next. If you haven't heard Heartboner, it's one of their new songs. Off of the Cool Patrol album. It's it was probably the most romantic song they had you, of the you, night. Uh, a song called Heartboner by a comedy band. This is the yeah, it would be the most romantic and it really was the rom- most romantic because where we were standing sitting right next to us there was a couple that proposed. And it was so sweet and like the whole like behind us all of a sudden we hear Oh, and we turn around and look, and I was like, oh, they're getting married. That's so sweet. It was very nice. It was very nice. And it was, yeah, it's like, you could tell, like, this was a band that was really important to them, and it was like, on somebody else, it would have probably been like, I can't believe you proposed here. It's like, no, this was a band that they shared as a couple. It's all about a band about being the outcast and being the funny, weird people, and it it, it really brought the night together. I thought to see a couple propose right next to us. It was really sweet. So congratulations to that couple. Whoever you are. I don't know. (laughs) Um, They also had uh, Cool Patrol, which is like the main song of their new album, which has been out forever. Yeah, that's a fun music video. Go check that out. It's it's one of my favorite songs by them, Cool Patrol. And it's just, it's really catchy. It's really funny. And I'm glad they brought it tonight. I... <laughs> but anyway. Um, they also had Orgy for One. Mm-hmm. I guess that's another romantic song. No, no. <laughs> well, self-love, I guess, sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's another one of my favorite. I really like a lot of songs off the new album. Although I don't think them of them as new album songs because they've been out for a while now. And it was just weird to me to hear like half their new album be songs I've already know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, ultimately their new album's great. Um But yeah, like those two songs were great. Everyone loved them. Um after Danny Don't You Know, they're like this is about... I don't know if it was Danny Don't You Know, was it? Yeah, Danny Don't You Know. They said They're like, This is supposed to be our last song tonight. Because uh, of the rules, but... For union rules. For union rules. But we're going to uh, sing this song, and then we're going to walk off stage, and then we're going to see what happens. And of course, the audience calls for an encore, and you know they're going to do an encore. Um, but so their encore song was Everybody Wants to Rule the World, which is a cover, but it's a very good cover. Yeah, they also did another song after that. We probably already talked about it, but I do not remember. Uh, but yeah, Everyone Wants to Rule the World. That was a... That's one of their covers, yeah. Under the covers. Oh yeah, they had a they have an album called Under the Covers, two. which is all two. Oh yeah, they do. It's two two of them are the both of them are Under the Covers one and two, and it's cover songs. because yeah. Danny has such an impressive range vocally, and it, they're just fun songs. He's been alive forever. Yeah, so <laughs> he can do all these cover songs from the songs that he grew up with in the in the eighties and the nineties and stuff. So now, now this is the thing I didn't know. Um, I guess this is a common occurrence. Uh, whenever women throw their bras on stage... Oh, yeah, this is funny. Ninja Brian grabs them and then shoves him down his pants for a bit and then throws them back into the audience. Yeah, so all night long, there were people, presumably people, maybe women, but someone was throwing <laughs> stage bras of various colors, styles, and genres 
up onto the stage. And every time, Danny would just be kind of like, oh, look at this, a bra. He actually caught one during his performance. Yeah, and he's like, Ninja Brian, you know what to do with this. And he just pulls out his pants, which are like elastic. And go, like, <laughs> miles long. That's probably why he yeah, has Yeah, probably. And he just holds it and, like, throws it and, like, does these stupid little skits and stuff to get the stuff down his pants. And then eventually pulls him back out and then throws him back in the audience. Um, at one point, somebody threw a cape on stage. Very similar to the cape that Danny has. And, of course, it went, went down, right his down his pants. And went back out into the audience. Um... But it just like those that's the kind of atmosphere that Ninja Sex Party brings to their concerts. It's juvenile, extremely juvenile, um joking, fart jokes, poop jokes, sex jokes, you say penis, tee uh vagina. Oh, she said vagina. That kind of What do you expect? He's a spandex butterfly. Exactly. <laughs> so if you can't um the so to give a little bit more detail about the characters, Ninja Sex Party is comprised of, as we were saying, Daniel Abaddon and whatever. And Ryan right? Wreck? I can never Ooh. pronounce his last name. We were totally prepared for this show. Yeah. But so they their characters are Danny Sexbang, who is uh, a self proclaimed sex god. And um, superhero. And superhero. And unicorn wizard. And unicorn wizard. And dragon slayer. Yes. And cool patrol. And 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 and. and. Um, he is the vocalist. Uh, ninja Brian is a ninja. Is a ninja. And kills everything. And and plays the keyboard. Yes. And that is the band. So, Ninja Brian is that stoic, chaotic, neutral. Chaotic evil. I think he's chaotic. He's, I think he's just he's, chaotic. I think he's equal opportunity murder. Yeah, just like in music videos, Danny will be doing something. He's like, "Oh yeah, this is great. Oh look, Ninja just killed Ninja Brian killed someone. That's cool." <laughs> it's just like, and he just wow. Kill someone. I'm kind of surprised they didn't do uh, 69, 69 that night. But that's a long that's song. That's a long song, yeah. Um, it, it kind of became their, like, the song, though, before Danny Don't You Know. So I was kind of, it was kind of strange to didn't play. Duke, chill. All you do is cry. Duke is giving his commentary, All you too. do is cry. That's all you do. All day is cry. Cry, cry, cry. Okay, that's enough. No. <laughs> yes. Duke is giving his commentary, too. Duke is sad that he got left behind and wasn't able to go to the show. Well, too bad. <laughs> it, it, it was a it was um a very open group of people, except for they were specious. Yes, they wouldn't allow animals to come to. So, sorry, Duke. But you don't have any rights. ultimately, I had a good night. How about you? I think so. Um, do we want to talk about the venue? The venue sucked. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I've... nope, nope. That's all we're going to say. Uh, so. Duke wants to give his commentary no, on the venue, Duke too. No, Duke can chill. How many beards out of five would you give the performance, everyone's performance? Overall, I'd give it a, a, a beard and a goatee. Krista, <laughs> can I give it out of five? How many beards out of five? Four beards and a goatee. That, that's not a, that's not, fine, whatever. That's a half a beard. I'd give it a four and a half beards out of five. For all, the whole performance, yes. For the whole performance. Four of- full beards and a goatee. A goatee is a beard. But it's a half a beard. No, it's, it's not. not. It's a, a full it's a, face it's a beard. It's a full face beard. That's no, what it is. Not. It's a mouth yes, and it is. chin. You and I say 
tea that. is a beard. It's not like a, it's not a flavor saver. It's a beard. David's offended because David has a goatee. Everyone, everyone that sees our front Ooh. picture, Duke, chill. Everyone that sees our front picture uh, is like, oh, which one are you? Are you the one with the full beard or the, the half beard? I'm like, the fuck you mean half beard? So if beard? everyone else is saying it's a half beard, I'm It's correct. not a half it's beard. It's a full beard. beard. And a goatee. No, it's not. Shut up. Shut up. It's a full beard. Uh, well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, yeah, it was great. Uh, Mark should be back next show, but we'll see if he's back from the moon by then. Thanks for joining me today, Krista. All right, you're welcome. It was fun. Yay! Peace, everyone. Bye! Whatever you're ready. You all set? <laughs> you have to keep this in. You have to keep this in. No, I won't. <laughs> yes, you will. This is just hysterical. <laughs> just a minute 20 of me being a pain in the ass. Audio just evidence. A, just a minute 20? <laughs> Audio evidence. Welcome to Beards on Gaming. I'm your host, Krista DeMarco. Oh, are we starting? I guess so now.